Yo, Cruz, do me a favor. Turn me up a little bit. <laughs> Ooh! Ah! Let's go! If you are what you say you are, a superstar, then have no fear, the camera's here, and the microphones, and they wanna know, oh, 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 yeah. We're good. We live? We are. Okay, okay. Fresh off the stage. I got 7,000 Rolls Royces outside. Superstars. Ray J voice. In the making. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm sorry. Do we know you people? No. Well, you may know us. Facts. <laughs> Yo. No, yeah. So we are back from the diversity issues in higher education yeah. conference. Yeah. 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 And, um,. It was fun. Shout out to well, first we'll we'll start with the shout out to um, Elizabeth Williams Riley, yeah. queen. Yeah. Queen, 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 queen. Uh, shout out to BASF who hosted the conference uh, at Florham, New Jersey. Florham Park, Florham Park, Florham Park, New Jersey. Yeah. Was that your first time there? Yeah, I definitely don't know my first time. Called Florham Park. <laughs> like they ain't asking me to come. Yeah, so um, that was a lot of fun. But shout out to uh, Bass. Bass. I keep Fafsa. thinking of FAFSA. FAFSA? See, only real ones know to think about FAFSA. <laughs> right. That was dreadful. <laughs> yeah, immediate stress. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I guess what we'll do right now is just, you know, a recap in general. For, first in general, and then we can kind of go into like some cool takeaways from the uh, event. And uh, as we mentioned in previous podcasts, we were going to be a part of a panel and um the panel was great it was focused on uh microaggressions mainly and um for those who don't know what microaggressions are check our whole catalog (laughs) yeah that's a fact for example recall will's encounter with the um advisor yeah 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 with the advisor in my school the haircut let me tell you it's wild because i was in the barber yesterday and i'm like yo i'm gonna get my waves back but then i'm like nah not right now Right, not like fresh off the panel because I'm like, <laughs> you're fraud, they, fraud. They might be fraudulent, but I, I, I want my waves back eventually. The key is mm-hmm. do what you want. Right. Now, looking at my hats and my uh, like my dad hats and my some in my winter caps, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I gotta put these on. It <laughs> 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 don't kind of work with this going on, but I mean, you know I switch up every couple months. At least whatever. you can do the wave cap. Yeah. Because I prefer my hair, like, flat. Yeah. So yeah. you should have seen me when I was, like, in, like, high school. Yeah. The procedure I would go through to flatten to my flatten hair. <laughs> you have no yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> it included a hoodie, but not wearing the hoodie. Right. Just, like, just literally like, the hood part of the hoodie. Oh, just, putting like, laying it, on, it? like, laying it on my head and then um, wearing a hat over it. Damn. That's, <laughs> like, yo, you got, like, a- Asian hair, man. It's crazy. It doesn't, doesn't make it easy. So, oh, quick, uh, quick break. 
This episode is brought to you by Ask Jeeves. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, I was just saying, did they finally hit us up? That was like our real early sponsor. It like was. Ask our, our, our real fake sponsor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to Jeeves. And we also were sponsored by Netscape. That was like early on. <laughs> <laughs> we should just be like, this is brought to you by LimeWire. Yeah. And just do like mad Just random, the, the non-existing <laughs> ones. Yeah. Everything All right, we'll, we'll start that. Yeah. It's uh, ramp up season, baby. Oh, it's over. Y'all, 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 y'all been put on warning. I, I, I'm telling you. I didn't see a lot of pot. Never mind, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not, not, nah, I'm not going to Oh, that. man. I'm so much happier when I have, like, when I carve out more space to create. I'm just, like, a happier person. I'm happier when I drink coffee, so y'all know the vibes. Like, <laughs> and we have both <laughs> so right now. So right now. So what y'all going to do? Now what's happening simultaneously. So, uh, yeah, recap, recap, recap. Yeah, the conference was great it was yeah, a great was experience great great look for the podcast just felt like we were just in our element oh yeah it just felt where i belonged it was there. <laughs> yeah, right uh it's weird it's so weird it was great i didn't know what to expect but it, i was pleasantly surprised with what i got yeah um and i'm down to participate and assist yeah i mean um uh, going forward to uh colleges universities <clears throat> even high schools in fact mostly like that, high school like yeah to, to be honest that that's uh that's not our main demo right now no. our main demo is like college into yeah. you know young adult but i'm so. trying to the, the high school kids have to be well, they, they need year? help <laughs> nah senior year if we could do that like yeah if we could warn them before like because college is a smack in the face yes and and i think a lot of stuff that was said at the con the conference like yo your parents chill like like y'all have right. no clue what the extra pressures are Mm-hmm. of college so like and especially if you're first gen like like i was so it's like yo right y'all just y'all just think i'm going to school and doing homework like this is k through, through 12 like nah this yeah, is pressure. like yeah i actually have to do work <laughs> like you don't <laughs> understand like you have to you have to then find your your way and mm-hmm. it's a lot no, and, and um, you know, I guess we can just get into the takeaways. Some of the, you know, since you brought that up, like one of the cool takeaways was um, toward the end of the conference. It was part of the student panel. Shout out to all the yeah. students who were involved at, uh, oh, yeah. in the student panel. Um, it, was, it was great. It was great. I uh, was my man with the, uh, the, oh, the yeah. dude that went to Berkeley, guy all at the end. Right. He was great because, like, you know, he was not holding no punch. He was just like, yo, fam. College was trash at first, like, <laughs> like, but you gotta care, like at some point, and right. I just appreciated that. Uh, I like the um, there was a there was a real uh, there was a a real ass moment when they opened the floor for like questions, and uh, a parent, you know, was kind of asking. Was, he was good. asking like, like, what advice do you give me as a parent to a kid who's like maybe you know trying to follow through with the education yeah, his son like was that. going to college exactly. and he just wanted to make sure that he was supporting him in the right way and yeah and and of course amidst all these uh circumstances that he unfortunate circumstances that right. some kids have to deal with growing up and you know getting through college and all whatever the system wants you right, to right, right. yeah one of the takeaways from that was look we're gonna make mistakes but the key is like we have to be given room to experience it ourselves rather right. than kind of being preventative sometimes people need that experience to make mistakes and create 
opportunities, you know. Oh, that's a fact. So I always think it's funny because, like, you know, you know, I'm super team God, right? So, like, I always find it hilarious. Super team uh, God. Like, when, like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I made a, like, that mistake was trash. But, like, in a spiritual sense and in a worldly sense, like, if I made a mistake, my parents were always there to, like, hold my hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you give them room to make the mistake, but never, you know, leave their side. Like, mm-hmm. maybe you cringe watching them, but you're like, ah, like, that's going to burn. Right? Right. But I right, have the first aid kit ready for when they come. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Let 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 it happen. Right. You know, so there can be a lesson in it. Don't just try to, like, get in the... And that's... Just get out of the way. Like, that's that's the best advice that was given. Yeah, as as parents, right? Yeah, just sometimes yeah. you have to you get, have out, to the get way. out of the way. And like that would also be a testament to your parenting because right. you trust that they will bounce back if there is a bounce back right, that's right. needed. Right. Because my parents, like, I, and a I, quick quick example of yeah. uh, maybe a mistake that you made that you were kind of like, all right, oh my, my parents probably left me <sighs> to my, uh, my own my, devices. So <laughs> my scholarship when I lost that, right? Okay. I had no clue what I was doing. Right. And my grandmother and my mom, they were all like, yo, like, make sure you go into class. Da, da, da. Right. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. After a while, they left me alone. I lost my scholarship. I didn't tell a word yeah. like, to nobody. Okay. My grandmother, being the lovely, nosy woman that she is, right. she gets a le- the letter comes in my name. Uh-huh. uh-huh. She opens it. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> oh, you? What? Oh, God. I think we were out. Uh, we were bowling or something. You and me? Me, you, I was like... The crew, yeah. Yeah, we, me, you, Alex. Okay. Uh, we were going bowling. I just got an ear piercing. Uh, the second one, it was crazy. <laughs> Living life. And then, like, she calls me on my phone, and at this Wait, point... Wait, your, your grandma? My grandmother, and okay. she's paying my phone bill at this point. So, <laughs> she anymore. calls me on my phone, and she's like, hey, Mr. William? I'm like, hey, how you doing? She's like, you lost your scholarship. Oh, shit. I said, yeah, I'll get, we, yeah we can talk about that when I get home. All right, love you, yeah, click. Oh my! I get a whole text message, yeah. and my grandmother doesn't text much. But she's like, "When you get home, you're dead." And I'm like, "Oh, so I'm not going home today." <laughs> so like, I'm trying to die. So like, I stayed out <laughs> long as possible with y'all. <laughs> like the, the whole time. Wait, wait, wait! Let's uh, let's go bowling again. <laughs> but 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 I right. swear that is one of the most teachable moments. Like losing that scholarship, yeah, made me appreciate. Because then I had to start coming out of my pocket, right? So it's like I'm paying for this. You really felt it though. This has gotta this gotta be worth it. Like I have to put all of me into this. Mm-hmm. Granted, you know, I, did, I I ended up doing that eventually, right? Because there was still some hiccups along the way. But you know, parents move, get out of the way, especially if you've never been in the position. Like ah, uh, right, and that's speaking to like the people who are what what like first, first generation. Gen, yeah, like, exactly. Or if you've had people, I, I, there's a few people in my family that tried it, that tried like you know. Sometimes it's just not for people. But it just didn't work. Right. And then... Circumstances. And it was cool because I would like to think that I, in a sense, helped my sister, like, see that, yo, you can make mistakes. Because right. if I'm telling her story, like, she went to Cali, tried it, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, yeah. then ended up back, and then she finally, you know, finished. Wow. So That's beautiful. It's, you know. You hear that, Jazz? Yeah, shout out to her. She's, You're welcome. She's in. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my sister. She's a uh, social worker for the county of Hudson. Yeah, another LFD alum. Oh yeah. No, okay. So another example of a mistake I, I've made. Oh yeah. We're not just gonna gloss over. We're gonna <laughs> put my dirty laundry out there. <laughs> Moving, on. Moving, on. Moving on. Um. So uh, you know about Amway? Yeah. Okay. Global. Uh, oh Amway. 
Amway, Amway, Amway. <laughs> this is like, this is always going to be a funny like story for me to like in my pocket. Last year of of college, Fordham, getting anxious, trying to have a job right away, right after I get the diploma. The November prior, I voted. It was like a local local voting, right? And I was in Queens at the time. I ran into Queens Child Project. What? Queens Child Project. Queens Child. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was um, I was at my local um, voting station, uh, and there was a guy who noticed I was wearing Fordham. I mean, I'm I'm always wearing Fordham. Like, yo, he reps. I rep it hard, but low key, cats out the bag. I love the um, color maroon. <laughs> that's the real reason yeah. no, <laughs> so happens yo real quick one of my friends she's like if you could name a color of, of like what your podcast is like if your podcast represented a color yeah I dead ass was like burgundy like because oh, really? it just I don't know why Interesting. and also Oklahoma Sooners have the same colors so, <laughs> oh yeah like, and I've, I rock Oklahoma gear and okay. everybody swears that I'm an ex-football player from Oklahoma <laughs> So it's it's all good. Like I respect. I it. love maroon. Maroon is like probably it's my co- favorite it's color. It's good on my skin too. So yeah, works. I said yeah. Like yeah, you kill it. You know I you do. Know. It's all right. It's okay to admit that. Yeah, I saw the other day, yo. <laughs> 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 what the hell? Yeah. So Amway. So I run into this guy. He uh, notices I'm wearing Fordham. And then he's like, "Oh, uh, did you graduate?" And I was like, "No, I'm I'm about to graduate. That's ammo already. Mm-hmm. Ammo for Amway." <laughs> You know the so vibes. you know we're just chatting about like oh he was asking me like what what are you trying to do um after you graduate yada 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 um and then um you know it's just we're just like kind of going back and forth and then he gave me his card he's like all right you know what Here, here's my card uh, i work for i don't know if he's like said amway but even if he did i wouldn't have really known amway the only bit of amway i knew was um that's where the magic play yeah the amway <laughs> arena yeah <laughs> i was like oh cool so um he gives me his card and then um he was saying that oh this place where i work we're going to have like a big conference in a couple days tisk, tisk, and tisk. um it might be a good opportunity for you to um take a look at so i get home i'm excited i tell my mom i'm like oh mom I'm good. <laughs> right? And then, and then she was like, all right. Yeah, so fast forward, I go to the conference. It was at City Field. Kind of cool. That's I'm like, damn, I'm Because City Field was roughly new at that time. Yes, it was. A lot of people there. A lot of suits. A lot of, you know, wine glasses. Enter the building. Um, I entered with dude. Like, we met up outside and then entered with... Of course and you then, did. And then also met his wife. Right. Because there's always a wife. And the wife was with another young, the whole other young pyramid. promising stud mm-hmm. like myself. Uh, black. All right. Just painting the picture. I'm just painting the picture. And these people are... Why? <laughs> Why people? Of the why. So, yeah. So uh, From the Isles of Caucasus. So, yeah. So, we, we go inside and then there's going to be like a presentation. So of course there is, and it's super packed, limited seating. You already. should be here. Limited seating. Wake up now. We're trying. To, I'm I'm looking around for like exactly. I'm, I'm looking around for like like rows of seats, like where like, it's like four of us, like uh-huh. four open seats. None. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then we then I see one like in the back, toward the back. Oh, let's, we can go right there. The wife and the husband like they gazed at each other. 
they locked just eyes get out all over and then <laughs> and then you know, next thing i heard was him saying oh actually you he's talking to his wife you and him you you go to the two right there in the back and then uh me and uh me and thomas are going to be in the front we'll go in the front okay so sitting in the front and what proceeded was an hour of rhetorical questions aimed at me <laughs> from the presenter. Oh, Fordham, huh? If you had a million dollars, who's the first person you would want to take care of? I'm like, my, my mom. Right? Obviously. And at the time, I'm not thinking anything negative of this experience. I'm kind of like, hi. Rent. And he's like, he's selling this shit. Because he sees you. He, he sees the gleam in your the, eyes. The presenter is, is awesome. He's yeah. incredible. Oh, they're always, they always are. W- one of the best quotes. Even after this experience, I like kind of kept it. I was like, man, this is, that's a dope quote, though. Yeah. He said, um, people who quit don't want you to succeed, so they'll flaunt their quit. And then did you just, you were just like. I was like, damn right. Like, what? They do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How dare they? So presentation ends, right? It's basically you get these X amount of friends. And then they sell this, and then and then you're gonna end up with a million dollars. And you can retire at thirty. Right, right now, retire right now. Right now, your mom <laughs> you will good. be fine. Just say yes. So he gives me a folder at the end. Of course, the guy who I met up with. I too have been to one of these conferences, by the way. I'm sure we all have. It's, it's just crazy. it's a funny ass <laughs> shared experience that we all have. Was it like 20, it was around the same time? Yeah, and I was like, my boy who lived down the block got me, and I'm like. What? No, they praying on. They they know who to pray on. It was crazy. Yeah, he caught me slipping, and I'm like, <laughs> slip the hell. They give me a folder. It has like a a CD. It has like some sheets that you can review. Mm-hmm. But this is what he said, and it didn't register. My freaking <laughs> desperate ass who wants to make sure he's all good right after uh, college. He says, "Okay, you can review these before we, you know, reconnect. Don't Google Amway." Right. <laughs> right. My dumbass. All right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I get home. Uh, I recap to my mom. I'm like, oh, wow, this, this Amway thing is awesome. Mom's like, Great opportunity. She said, okay. <laughs> and she knew the whole time. In retrospect, yeah. She, we recap and laugh about this. Yeah, like, yeah. And she said, I've been new. This was stupid. Like, right, you're right, you're right, right. But you're going you're gonna to figure it out she yourself. She's going to let you take this so she, yeah, yeah, so she let me just kind of explore it. And that's, that's kind of what we're getting at. But, like, I couldn't sleep that night. Because you were excited. I think so. You were anxious, like, oh, yeah. well, I got to find friends. Right. I swear, if you hit me up on some bullshit, I would have cursed you out, yo. <laughs> yo, <laughs> Doopy, like, I still hate you for that, too. Yeah. He, he, he hit me up. I'm sure he did. So, I can't sleep. So, what do you do when you can't sleep? You're on your phone. You're Google just looking Amway. looking at shit. You're on Twitter. <laughs> you're on whatever. I Google Amway. Before I even click the search button, it says Amway, like suggestions, right? Google suggestions. It says Amway scam. Damn. Amway fraud. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I click it, and then the first thing that pops up—one of those 60-minute things. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was minutes. like a 60-minute segment of like <laughs> them as like a cult, and like them being—it's like it has them in a freaking uh, giant coliseum, like money's raining from the sky, <laughs> yeah. and then they're like all chanting. Yeah. I was terrified, so I, then I really couldn't sleep. 
Because <laughs> so, he's like, yo. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I won't get, go into it further, but, like, long story short, yeah, she, you know, my mom knew, and she just let me. She just, just got to let, let us rock. Yeah. Am I, <laughs> am I pissed that my mom let certain things rock? Oh, Because I'm like, pissed. damn, yeah. Are you yeah, but you have to learn, right? And then my dad, he's, like, the biggest, like, he don't care. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, my dad's been around the world, been in and out. like Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's just like, yo, right. go ahead and do it. Yeah, like, I had to learn the hard way, blah blah blah. And yo, it's better that way. Yeah, you can laugh about it. You learn from it. Yeah, if you it's, survive it, well, you gotta survive. <laughs> it. I mean, if you if you die from it, like that's that. Well, that's the biggest lesson. Maybe that is on the parent. <laughs> that's the biggest lesson. Nah, I mean, maybe if you end up being now, a, if it's something deadly, like if you're a body, be like, yeah, <laughs> from the lesson, be like, yo, mom, I'm gonna go like bungee jump out of this without a bungee cord. All right, all right. Right. I'll see you and get back. And you then said. he like, and then he splats and you're like, well But did you learn? <laughs> Let's talk about the panel. Um, yes, our panel was the greatest panel of all time. Absolutely. Focus on microaggressions. Yeah. Um as I mentioned, uh as an example as a microaggression is when Will had that encounter with the student advisor, right? That's what they're yes, called. Yes, yes. They yeah. were shocked that A black w- man had all those credentials. Yeah. And a black man was William. Yes. Fast forward, it ended up triggering Will subconsciously to right, right, right. change up his hair. Yeah. Damn. Jeez, that's crazy. I was getting dreads too that, that summer. Like, I was definitely getting dreads that summer. Oh, man. But anyway. That's the power of microaggressions. You know, sometimes you can, like, brush them off, right? Yeah, but I, that was I mean, that, that's what happens. Like, it, it, it gets it just brushed com- off. Like I mentioned on the panel, it just kept compounding. Like, I started looking around in class, and I'm like, there's nobody in here looking like... I kind of like people wearing polos and like yeah their backpacks are like mad nice i had like a like i don't know it was just weird it, my insecurities just started floating up to the top and i'm like this shit sucks so yeah. now like and then i went and bought like njcu paraphernalia to wear like <laughs> well also you, you know like as as you were kind of alluding to before where, especially where we grew up yeah as we get older so like as you, you go from elementary school and then into high school and then into college and then into professional spaces like it gets more and more stark in terms of reality here's the weird the crazy thing right so even now i struggle with like yo man like i love jogger pants jogger sweatpants like all of it because it's comfort i like comfort everyone knows me knows i like that's my casual it's comfort right sweatsuits whatever and i literally wear a penguin suit all week because of my job so like i have a tie on and like right. slacks and, a, think, yeah. and a, like, that's what it's called well it's yeah it makes sense I, I call I it it, a I penguin it. suit like but it's all blue and it's like a police uniform i literally wear all week yeah. so when i'm on my downtime people are wearing nice little sweaters and i'm like yo right. i literally i'm in a tie five days of the week like yeah i'm not doing it <laughs> so if i knew back then like yo just do you, and like you still can get a degree that way. Like right. I was again those extra pressures and stresses that nobody thinks about. Like I was dealing mm-hmm. with that shit, trying to keep a scholarship, uh, mad pressure from my family. You know you're gonna finish because it's embarrassing. Meanwhile, my my advisor's like, "Yo, you don't belong here." Like so. Yeah, without saying it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, all right, this shit is mad pressure, but yeah, I mean, and that's not how we're you know um, trained subconsciously it's just not really something that we're expect we're expected to just kind of go with how things have been right right like you maybe don't be yourself 
right? right, right. And right. if you're trying to get somewhere far, and that and we'll talk about this later, but like or at another time, but like that's what pisses me off about the Stephen A. thing where he was like, you know, yeah, you gotta act like this to get ahead, and it's like, no, like. I get it, but then mm-hmm. again, I'm like, but fam, why? Like, why is it acceptable? But whatever, that's a whole different topic. Yeah. Uh, some highlights of the panel. <laughs> we can yeah, go back uh, to that. Let's see. Specifically, I think my favorite takeaway uh-huh. from it was when we were talking about comedy, essentially. Shout out to Lewis. Shout out to Lewis. He, the improv. He comes up in in comedy. I think it was important to have a voice because he was just a white cisgendered male who... Right, who had different experience from the rest of us on the panel, um, of course. and yo, and not even we can take it a step further. You know, even you and me, we don't have the same experiences. No, absolutely. Right. So, um, but in, in particular, my my favorite takeaway was when uh, Lewis got into it's called punch up comedy. Right. 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 Punch up comedy. This was enlightening for me because I've never heard of that concept. And I've felt like this for quite some time, especially in recent years, that comedy is at a crossroads because of, you know, the increased, you know, account of, well, we can call it sensitivities, you can call it accountability, increased accountability and, you know, holding people to certain things that are right versus wrong. And comedy was always known as that boundary pushing space. It's just interesting to see it kind of adapt, or if it even is adapting, to today's climate. I, for, I forgot the name of the director, but the director of uh, The Joker, he was quoted as saying, I left comedy because of, quote-unquote, woke culture. Right. Right? So on one end, you can kind of think, all right, so what, what were you holding in the tuck? I Something just, sometimes I feel I'm just in, I'm so in the middle. Cause yeah, a lot of too, stuff man. I think is hilarious. But then when I think about like how it attributes to the real world, I'm like, ah, but it sucks. Damn, right? that's not kind of like the microaggression, like with with um, yeah, you know how it changed you, right? Like, right, right, right. That, like that's like that's when it comes into play. Again, I still think because Eddie Murphy's still apologizing for his uh, stand up from 40, 30 years ago, 30, 40 years ago. Like uh, I believe it was Raw. And he was like making fun of like gay police officers and right. stuff like that. Um, but I think of cer- certain movies where it's like um, even Seth Rogen movies of recent Forty uh, Year Old Virgin. I'm wondering if it came out today, would it be? Uh, <laughs> like, oh. So I, it's just nuts because I think people of a certain age are in a, you're kind of screwed, right? Um, As a comedian? No, I think you, the person. Who enjoys certain comedy? Mm-hmm. I don't think there was a space to transition out of it, if that makes sense. Like, right. like maybe so. Like, All in the Family, one of the biggest sitcoms of all time, and mm-hmm. p- pretty much based on race and like yeah. interracial stuff. Yeah. Then you had the Jeffersons, which was a balance. So you had the racist black family, mm-hmm. and then the racist white family. So it's right. like, or like the bigoted. I don't want to call them like so. The bigoted white family, the bigoted black family, and. But you also had glimpses of uh, integration because I think there was an interracial couple on the Jeffersons, which laid the groundwork for like future sitcoms to then add those into their shows. Mm-hmm. Will and Grace set a certain standard for, okay. and that was also comedy. And in that, they made fun of gay people using a gay character. So, so I'm like, where there's a fine line, and like it's hard to walk that line. 
Right. And it it sucks because like I find it hilarious, but are gay people offended? Like with Modern Family, mm-hmm. the the overly uh, it's the heavy guy. I forget his name. It's the name of his character, the gay heavy guy. He's not gay in real life. Right. But he plays a gay character. Right. Is that offensive? Like, ah. is that offensive now, 10 years later? The, the right. show's going off air, right. but no, like... No, it's a good point. Is that offensive? Be- a good point. And he's, he's hilarious. Like, his character's hilarious. He plays it well. Like, but now, if Modern Family started today, do we say, no, no he's not it, gay? it should be, yeah. It has to be someone It should be who someone gay. who's gay. Right. Um... And recently, I was watching. I heard this interview from a trans. Oh yes, and see, and but it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Because that the Breakfast person, Club interview, right? exactly. Yes. And now they're saying you, like, you can't speak for everyone, right? Just because right. you're transgender, you speak for all transgender, right? Uh, and then, but but yeah. I believe it's because they're not. She's not saying what they want. They, because if she came in and said the the word, the thing that they all. Are trying to like convey mm-hmm. that she should have said. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be the oh, you can't speak for all of us. Yeah, no, because it's 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 it has to be something they agree with. It's like Stephen A. You yes. can't speak for all of us because we don't agree with that. Right. But there is a section of us who not us, but like of Stephen A's. Mm-hmm. There's there's more Stephen A's than Stephen A. There's yeah, people. Everyone has their own opinion. I feel like the space for that should still be there. Mm-hmm. Like like with the panel, we all didn't agree. No, on everything. No, no, we had people in the. We just audience, didn't have time to right, really, to really flesh get into out, like back and forth. Yeah, and the people in the audience were like, "Question, like even the guy who asked the perfect question, what happens when you're tired of being woke? Like, what happens when being woke is like you're the only one?" And I responded like, "Yo, it's tiring, but you can't get tired. Like, just do it." But it, we also Part mentioned because uh, I believe Daniela was speaking about like calling people out. Not mm-hmm. everyone's built to do that. Shout out to Daniela, superstar. It's good to maintain a space where there's like wiggle room for like disagreement. Right. And when going back to the trans uh, comedian Flames Monroe, what I believe happened is they saw the the clip of we're we're force feeding transgender and gayness into people. And that is what sent the community over. That's what the transgender um, person said? Yeah. They made the argument hey, when you try to force feed something on people, They regurgitated. They don't want it. Okay. So they felt like gay people are pushing an agenda onto Americans, the world, and it's going to be more resistance that way because they're not just letting it happen organically. Right. And then the floodgates opened. You can't speak for, like, you're an entire community. Yeah, I think that should just be... I think that's the the best, safest rule of thumb. There's no painting of, like, an entire group. Right. Right? Of an entire body of people. But, yeah, the punch-up the punch-up punch uh, lesson. I think that that's a great concept to hold to. Okay, um, just explain a little bit. Okay, yeah. So, punch-up comedy, or this concept of punching up. I, I did a follow-up, like quick google search because initially the way he i was understanding it during the panel was you're only punching up like in the in the ladder that this this intangible ladder that is privilege right right um you're punching up and like your jokes and your insults if you know for lack of a better term are directed upward you're never punching down you're never going down at people below you in the privilege totem pole 
Right. Right. So sounds good. And and I think what they were kind of getting at was, hey, Dave Chappelle, you should not be punching down or toward the transgender but community. But he also mentioned like laterally, right? But well, that's a th- what what you can't punch you laterally. You can punch laterally. That's what, that's what I'm saying. So this is what why my initial confusion was was when that was brought up about like you can punch laterally. Like for me, I always like generally understand, of course, top of the totem pole, the white man right. is like at the top. So you punch up at all day, and all also, day. Yeah. And that's a double standard that we of course make it clear you just have to deal with it. Like we have double standards and it's usually at the expense of people who were perpetrators, you know, oh, and, in society. And on, the Dave, and on that Dave Chappelle tip real quick, the yeah. trans comedian also uh, mentioned that he got it wrong, that transgender people oh. don't sit in the car. They're outside of the car and they're only used to further someone's uh, movement or cause, right? Right. In a sense where, because he was like, a gay white dude is still going to have white privilege. Right. And still going to be a white man. Right. So, and that was my question about like the lateral punching. Dave Chappelle is a black man who has been ostracized. We all saw him get canceled, quote unquote, like not get canceled, but like have to run off to Africa because the white executives is comedy central. Like, yeah. It, like, so we saw him get kind of blackballed, so to speak. And right? be dropped down pegs on the freaking total right. pole. Yeah. A so privilege. His privilege comes from being a man. Right? Like, as, he has that yeah, privilege. As does yours and mine. Right. Yeah. As we have that privilege. And we have to recognize that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, my. It's tough. That's where I'm like, is Dave coming from a position of. I, I I know what you see. This is what I was getting at because like this the the my initial understanding was this lateral punching right, which is because uh, like, deemed to be okay right. Like the I always understood white people white the white man in particular up top, and then everyone else right, was kind of in a. But if you're an Irish a, white dude, you can't make fun of the Holocaust. Okay, you get what I'm saying, like, or I don't. Or if you're like just an American white dude, you can't you can't make Jewish jokes and just be like not Jewish. You get what I'm saying? Right. You can't make black jokes and not be black. So I get the punch up type of deal. That 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 makes punch sense. laterally. Well, the punch laterally is. Oh, I'm sorry. Fin- no, nah, but now I'm just in a state of like okay, like Dave Chappelle. Like I said, you're a black man in America mm-hmm. with a with a biracial with biracial children and right. interracial marriage. There is struggle written all over that, but he's rich. So that's another. uh, That factors into your privilege. But, like, how much, how higher is that on the totem pole? Yeah, see, so my my, uh, question is, like, who's to determine the rankings? Right, 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 right. Of privilege and non privilege outside of what we already know, which is clear. No one can deny this. The white man is up top. And then everyone else is at the bottom. That That's right. like, that's the safest way to say it. And for me to say like, oh, I think a black person has more privilege than a Latinx person. Right. That's not fair to say. I think the main takeaway is like, at least for me, you know, right, um, right. and you can tell me if you agree or not. Punch up comedy. It's probably like the clearest possible explanation of like acceptable comedy today 
if you're punching up, it's clearly acceptable. But for me, comedy's always been unacceptable. Well, you like the class clown is unacceptable. Like the just jokes in general. I don't know. I just feel like the best comics. It's it's unacceptable. Like I like making jokes at funerals. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I just think no, I know. comedy in general in its nature is unacceptable and disrespectful to an extent. Similar to our audience during the panel, you know, uh, one of the great points that was brought up was, hey, freaking twenty years, hey, even ten years ago, this was this conversation was not even a thought to right, happen. Right, right. Now we've reached the point where we're so progressive to the point that we can have these difficult conversations. And then, you know, we may reach a conclusion or we may not. But at the very least, it's we're happening. We're still having the conversation. Like open Absolutely. dialogue. Absolutely. That is open dialogue. Yep. That's you know? a fact. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that, is the, that is the thing. I mean, uh, that's why I say comedy is at a crossroads. At the very least, the, the clear conclusion is that we should be cognizant and aware of the fact that some people will be offended by certain things. Hell, someone might be offended um, by this conversation we're having. Absolutely. And no, and, and when we see that people are offended, we have to factor that in and stand with them. Especially mm-hmm. if it's, you know, oh, yeah. coming from a, a place of sincerity and like genuine, uh, I don't know, lack of privilege. Right. right? And the I believe one of, the, one, of the, one of our fellow panelists, she was like, yo, sometimes they just don't know. Like yeah, <laughs> like sometimes we we expect them to have this life experience and they don't. So mm-hmm. like, maybe cut them some slack. And a few of us on the panel were like, "What?" But you, she made a good point. Like she made an amazing point. I guess none of us, because of the experiences that we share and like the stuff we've been through, you're like, you should know better. Ah, uh, but then a lot of times people don't. You you can't just assume. Benefit of the doubt is kind of necessary in these situations. That yeah, that and that's one of the. Um, and if you don't like Chappelle's recent, the Chappelle show was not for you because this is not. Have y'all seen the Chappelle show skits? Right. And I'm not giving him any kind of pass by any means, but I'm just saying, y'all should have y'all should have boycotted Netflix before he even got his special on the damn streaming site because of some of the stuff that we've seen <laughs> on on the Chappelle show alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So let's not act like we didn't know that this is like his fourth special fourth yeah i think so the first three caused the ruckus yeah. so every time he drops a special oh cancel Chappelle. but y'all just you know what it did it increased streaming views because every time oh i want to see what he said and that's what i think cancel culture does a horrible job at shedding light on the ugly but also increasing the What's the word? Oh, insights. Like, yeah, like you're yeah. just increasing traffic, traffic. Yeah, the traffic of the. Yeah. Because now it's like, oh, this clip is going to be shown. I'm going to retweet it because people have to see the outrage. I'm going to like it because people have to see the outrage. Hell, we talking about it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. someone's going to be like, you know what? What did he really say that was that bad? And then they go watch it on Netflix. They laugh at all the other fifty jokes, and completely don't care about the transgender joke. Right. I know, no, but it's it's like because it's a heavy topic because it seems like it's not determined yet where comedy is gonna go. I don't think comedy should change. <clears throat> we'll, we'll get there. I don't think so either. But you know, but I'm but we we just have to be receptive and understanding to the fact that it will offend people. Right. Um, the, oh, people. I think the I think the main issue is like constant increase in streaming of money going right. to people who 
And, if we're saying that they're offending, the, right, they shouldn't be getting the bag. Is victim blaming what I'm about to say, but it might. And feel free to have a conversation with me if you want. Um, however, I do feel like not a lot of it, but maybe like two percent of the onus is on the person hearing the joke, because if you're dealing with insecurities personally, like perfect example, right? Yeah. I have a defect in my left eye, right? So like. Uh, maybe when I was in kindergarten, first grade, before I just said F it, lazy eye jokes, caca jokes would kind of piss me off. But mm-hmm. now, like I have, I came to the point where like, yo, I'm still begging like your, your girl, like I'm that guy. So now like I hear them, I laugh, like I even make them. So it's like, I think some of the onus is on the person hearing the joke. Like sometimes you just, it's. It's more of yeah. It sounds mad insensitive. No, a, I, know, I know what you mean. It's a joke. Though. Like, uh, so NWA, it's an old wrestling company. It came back recently. It's on YouTube now. Uh, they had a commentator whose uh, comment during a match was, "Oh, this guy's a badass. He's so bad. If you strap fried chicken on him, he'll run through Ethiopia." Right. <laughs> so it's supposed to be a joke. The guy gets the guy resigns or forced to be like he get forced to wow. be fired. They do a. They cut it out of the airing, mm-hmm. uh, all this shit. But to him, he gets on Twitter the next day, white Southern dude. He's like, anybody heard any good jokes lately? If you want to keep hearing them, blah, 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 tune in on a podcast, blah, 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 blah. Oh, blah. right. So <clears throat> he's unremorseful for that. But me as a black wrestling fan, I'm offended. Right. Yeah. But a white wrestling fan could be like, well, was it really that bad? Like... But what we ask of the white person who is not offended is to understand that it was offensive. And too. as like, and as a black dude who's listening to Dave Chappelle, if a trans person comes to me personally and they're like, yo, that is offensive. I'd appreciate it if you're not like, I understand that you laughed, but understand why it hurts me. Right. I can sit there and be like, I got you. Like, I understand. That's the key. Empathizing. And plus, it's probably, I'm not going to laugh at it again. Like, I heard the joke of it. Like... The the key is empathy. Like to right, be honest, at right. the end of it all, I think that that's that's the best takeaway. We just have to hold each other up, be receptive, continue to progress forward together, right? So, yeah, the, the great panel. Shout out to Daniela, Sharuk, uh, and Lewis, and me, and Will, and me, that, that and, was, and and Tyree, the moderator, and Tyree. We brought it all together. Oh, one more thing about the uh, the panel. It was funny. So um, just to kind of paint the picture, the panel was held in the in a BASF uh, building, right? And the, their main headquarters in Jersey. There were a lot of different, like the panels, once we broke into panels, we were in different rooms. Our panel room happened to be next door to like a freaking party. So it was the funniest shit when we were like saying some super serious. We were like, "Yeah, I think the problem with racism it was like African is drums and like." Saying the most serious shit, and then in the background you hear like drum rolls and freaking like uh, her Rihanna playing. <laughs> like, damn. It was funny, man. So uh, it it made it. Uh, what, what what was some some of the serious points we were making? All um, of them, all of them. Yeah, 
I was talking about, I remember, yeah, I was talking about uh, the distinction between voluntary ignorance and involuntary ignorance. I was like, look, the, 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 there's a difference between involuntary and voluntary ignorance. You know, involuntary, there are, the, the fact of the matter is that there are some people who just aren't privy to certain things, uh, certain things that are right and certain things that are wrong. And that's largely because of, you know, their upbringing and you can't fault them for that. Like over it. <laughs> it's like and uh and that's how we um you know get to somewhere great is when we reach that level where you turn involuntary so what do you want to say to the people uh nothing Nothing really. Just say thanks for listening. I just feel like Marvel is better than DC, and that's it. See you later. <laughs> Bye, bitches. <laughs> All right, All that's right. A, that's you a wrap. First, Marvel's better than DC. It's ramp up season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking the barrier podcast episode. Everything. Uh, also, Absolutely. Yeah. So shout out to American Conference on Diversity. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. I mean, we, we appreciated the opportunity. That was that was a lot of fun and um, right, right, right. Great look, experience. Look forward to future opportunities. Um, and yeah, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Absolutely. Uh, hashtag Break Barrier Pod. Yeah. And um, yeah, we'll catch y'all next pod. All right, one. And you better wear your shades The spotlights here can burn holes through the stage Down through the basement past the Indian graves Where the dinosaurs laid and out through China Nearly misses airliners magnified times five This is pointed at the rhyme of ricochets off the moon And sets the forest ablaze Now that's important to say Cause even with all that, most of us don't want it to fade Duh. We want it to braid, meaning we want it to grow, meaning we want it to stay. Like the governor called and he told him to wait. Unstrap him from the chair and put him back in his cage. Sure. The audience ain't phased, then they ain't gon' clap and they ain't gon' praise. They want everything back that they paid, cause they've been waiting since 10 to see the lights get dim. If you are what you say you are.